My name is Elizabeth Lewis, and I'm the owner and CEO of Detroit Mom. As a teen mom, I know firsthand the feeling of isolation and the fears that come at different stages of motherhood. I spent half the time wondering where to find community and the other half dreaming of a way to create that community for myself and the women around me. No mother should experience change and challenges alone. I created this community and podcast to make sure women in my community are never alone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom Podcast. The intention of this podcast is to make sure you have a voice and your story is being heard. Welcome to The Unfiltered Mom. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis, and I am here today with Dana, Christina, and Lauren. And we are going to talk about, so I actually don't know the title of this topic yet because kind of how it started is yesterday I had my first holistic doctor's appointment. So I've tried modern medicine. I have a thyroid disorder just recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's and I still feel like crap. And I was referred by a friend to a holistic doctor out of Birmingham. And I had my first call with him yesterday. And I also want to state that it is not covered by insurance, which is total BS, because they a lot of the things that I need to be tested for, insurance just doesn't cover, right? So kind of what I wanted to jump into was what we what I discovered in this call yesterday with this holistic doctor is none of my issues were are what he believes after a, a very intense conversation. Like I was holding back tears the whole time because I felt like he was mm. like it was so it was just really eye opening because I've never connected the dots. But he asked me, obviously we went into how do I sleep, all the stuff I don't sleep well, you know, kind of things that how active I you know, like the the normal things. Then we get into he, you know, he's like, Have you ever dealt with depression? And I talked about my postpartum depression experience after I had mares. And he was like, and I said, Yeah, you know, I just didn't deal with my parents' death. He goes, Oh, wait. So he like reverses and he's like, Tell me about that. And then we go back to, you know, I for I think I've talked about in season one how I found my mom. She had a heart attack. And then my dad was also dying from stage for lung cancer. So I was caring for my dad at the same exact so so caring for my dad and processing, attempting to process and mm. not processing the death of my mom because mm-hmm. is it, to find to find my mom was probably the most honestly looking back, I just don't even know how I am actually same person. It was very traumatic. Like it was a very traumatic thing. And uh, so I'm telling him all this stuff and he he looks at me and he says so we're on we're on Zoom, guys. So it's not like I'm like sitting right next to him or anything. And he goes, "Look at your neck." And my neck was really blotchy and red. And he goes, "That is your parasympathetic nervous system reacting to you talking about your trauma." Wow. Yeah. There's a name for it, you guys. There's a name for it, and I can I cannot remember for life, but I am going to figure it out. But he he said he goes, "You are in flight or fright. Is it flight or fright? Right?" Flight yeah. or flight. Flight. Wait. Yeah. Flight or fight. Yeah. Flight. flight or oh flight. my gosh. Flight or flight. Right. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean. And he goes, whenever you talk about it, do you feel like I said, well, a lot of times I just don't talk about it because I do feel that way. 
And it makes me think, too, when confrontation arises, I tend to get blocked. Like, I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not. But I know how to stay my ground and be like, this is not okay. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like, welcome. You know how some people, like, really like it? Yeah. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I love it. No. Yeah, I just don't like it. So anyways, we're, we're going through this whole thing. And every time I go to tell somebody this, I, I almost cry. So I'm like, okay, maybe I won't this time. But he goes, do you feel alone? He's oh. like, you have all of these people. And I just like, mm-hmm. oh, mm. crazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Take it. Yeah, process it. <laughs> no, it's, it's. So I sat back with it and I was just like, well, no, I have all these people. And he was just like, Mm-mm. that doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. So. Wow. Right, right, and the crazy part is my therapist just had this conversation with me. Mm-hmm. So it was like this really like intense, yeah, like moment, and I was just like, no, no, and she's like, like kind of like an abandon, abandonment, abandonment, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then my sister and I have like a really rocky, rocky, rocky relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of it stems to I was here carrying like in the throes of my parents and mm-hmm. my sister was like living her life, yeah. you know. I'm sure there's some resentment yeah. there. Yeah. So it's like all these things. But anyways, like going through it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like even saying to my husband, I was like, this is so crazy like that it took this long. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's real. You know, your body's response is I've done so much work in therapy with my therapist. Susie came in. We're coming on a few years and there was a lot of childhood trauma that I had to process. And it's your body responds so crazy to past trauma that you think yeah. that you might have even forgot about. You know, every time I have a fight with a friend or something or there's a, a break in a relationship for me. That sense of abandonment comes back so yes. hard that I like, I can't breathe. Like I'll start having panic attacks. Even really? though, like, even though I'll be so good with the break in the friendship yeah. or the, the it, you know, but it is buried deep so in me from being eight years old. That yeah. sense of abandonment, yeah, subconsciously mm-hmm. rises up, and I'll I'll just get super panic attacks. Need and it's that's the only thing that does it for me, and it's all because I'm still processing. Why wasn't yeah. I good enough? How was I yeah. abandoned? All of that. So your body holds. I mean, energy is so real. And it took me 36, 37 years to realize yeah. what we hold. <laughs> well, it's crazy. We- Lauren, I know you have a crazy experience. Yeah, obviously, you have a very traumatic experience, too. Um, so I yeah. want to hear about that. Well, I, I thought what was interesting when you were talking about that, Elizabeth, first and foremost, like what an honor that you would share that with everybody because I just think this isn't spoken about enough and also it hasn't been that long for you when you when you said it's been so, like it's taken me this amount of time it's like is there really a, a sufficient yeah. measure measurement here and really what we're talking about is just unhealed trauma you know I think I think a lot of that comes up for me my experience as a as a mom of a stillborn baby and, and it's about it's been about 18 months 19 months for me now and what I realize is that like it pops up in different ways, no matter the span of time. Like when I was a week out, when I was a month out from that experience, mm. a year out, like when I see it kind of like rear its its head is, is like I, I get these like really intimate feelings of shame, oh. maybe even like a low sense of self-worth. 
just always like it comes up for me like this fear of oh gosh what might happen next like it's it's I always say like I kind of my trauma was like the death of the part of me that just felt so nonchalant and free and like everything worked out you know like I just there was this this beautiful positive part of me that was like all all will work in my favor and not that I don't still believe that but like through trauma through the loss of for me a child it was kind of like also experiencing and grieving the death of that part of me that just felt that the world is just, you know, beautiful and works in my favor. So it's twofold for me. And I I think, Christina, I love that you spoke about the body because honestly, I I haven't, I've done many different forms of trauma healing, Mm -hmm. but what has just worked best and most like it came more easily for me was just yoga, like just moving my body and it's so, it was just interesting to find that every time I would hit the mat, I, I had all these suppressed feelings and emotions that were being held like in my bones and my hips and my shoulders. And as I would move, I would just start crying. Like I would cry mm. every day. Yeah. And mm. that was, that for me was like <clears throat> a form of trauma healing. So yeah, absolutely moving your body. Oh, that's huge. I'm just so glad you mentioned that. And I think with Elizabeth mentioning that she has all of these people around her, so often us overachievers, we have so many people around us. We keep ourselves so busy. I did that for years. So I didn't have to think about the trauma. I remember Mm -hmm. the first time I went to meditation with Brandon Klein, I was like, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. I'm not journaling. I'm not sitting here quietly. (laughs) This is not happening. There was, it, and it wasn't consciously, but my mind was like, I'm protecting you. We're not going to bring this stuff up. And yeah. then through therapy, you know, I meditate every day now. I, I go within myself for really? answers. I have healed so much where I couldn't even sit still. I've learned how to rest. I've learned how to – like gratitude. So much gratitude I'm able to really have now. So it's, it's mm-hmm. different. I feel like – I don't know. I I've tried meditation. I maybe I need to. <laughs> maybe you meditate, don't you, Dana? I do. How? Like, because so, you have your own trauma journey. Yes, yes. So, so it's interesting. Before I start, I'm like, I just I'm st- I started reading this book by Oprah. It's her new book, mm-hmm. and it's actually you started it too. Or I have not started it. I'm finishing up uh, one, but I've heard all about it. I'm following really? it. Oh my yes. goodness! Yes. Okay. So it's it's entitled "What Happened to You: Conversations of Trauma, Resilience, and Healing." Mm. Wow. Okay. And the reason I love it so much is because I know for me with my trauma what helped me the most was understanding the brain. And so she writes this book alongside a doctor that's been studying childhood trauma for like over 30 years. Wow. And what I know even for myself is because the way I'm I'm very, I'm an empath. So, but because my trauma started as a baby, okay, Mm -hmm. there is certain disconnects that didn't develop for me as a child that would have or should have been normal. And so me, as I grew up, I knew though, like I felt energy, I felt people's emotions. And so, and and I love, and I even said this earlier, disease is just dis-ease. It's the body not at ease, right? And so if we don't process and take care of our trauma, it goes somewhere. And so I was always one also that always had gut issues, right? Yeah. I was all like, and for me, 
I think when it comes to connecting like meditation and stuff like that, understanding where my trauma is feeling in my body. So for me, it goes to my stomach. I feel literally sick to my stomach. And so I focus in that area to release it. And so and, and I'm very hyper. I'm very so I do understand where it's like be quiet, like really, yeah. um, which is very difficult. But just focusing on my breath, focusing in that ear, putting my my hand where I'm like this is where I'm tense. This is where mm-hmm. release, release. And, and even when I'm in a mode where I might be around somebody that I know is going to trigger my trauma, having that like you because I feel like you don't have to like meditate for like. 30 minutes like sometimes it's just a brief pause to focus and uh, protect yourself and so for me that has been like oh my goodness and and it's funny because I would do some of these things as a child and I didn't even realize it was me actually healing or trying to heal myself yeah yeah Yeah. I love that Dana because I really truly believe we are all on a healing journey period we are either healing others with our unique gifts, or we're healing ourselves, right? We're we're all working through something. We're just at different points on the journey. And, you know, first, just to speak, you know, as, as, you know, because my experience with trauma was, you know, really as as a mom and really around my body, right? Like I really had a sense of when I lost my child, I had a sense that my body had abandoned me, Mm -hmm. that I, I wasn't allowing it to, for some way, shape or form, I wasn't allowing it to do the one magical, beautiful thing that, that I was, you know, that I'm here for as a woman was to create this child. And I had a lot of shame and a lot of guilt around it. And the interesting part about trauma is that, you know, it's a trauma because it happens to you unexpectedly, right? You don't see it coming. So all of a sudden, you're kind of like blasted in this space of, oh my gosh, like, who am I now? Who was I before? And it brings up all of the trauma from your past. And, and, you know, to circle back around about the idea of this being around my body, like it really shined a spotlight for me on, on really all the trauma I had throughout my entire life with my body that I sort of shoved away and passed away into this beautiful box that I like gift wrapped it really beautifully and I set it in the corner and I never wanted to look at it again. <laughs> like, like don't touch it. It's too beautifully wrapped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's like, it's actually like this reopening to say like, Oh, okay. Like this is especially Elizabeth, how you shared oh. your story. Like we could go down this path of like shame and guilt and what did I miss? And why didn't I take the time to heal? And where am I at on my healing journey? Or we can just say like, wow, this is really beautiful information for me to say, like, I am here now. Yeah. Where am I going to go with this? Yeah. And that could be as simple as, I mean, for me, just really allowing myself to, to be okay with the experience. And maybe that Maybe I do that through meditation. Maybe I do that through yoga. Maybe I do that through walking out in nature or just by sitting and saying like affirmations, right? Like mm-hmm. you are allowed to struggle. You mm-hmm. are not alone. What happened to you was not your fault, Lauren. This too shall pass. Like just really, you know, it's, it's just this beautiful opening, I believe, to say like, okay, this is time for me to like reflect and sit in silence. And someone told me this. I thought this was so great. The letters of the word silence are also in the word listen, Mm, where it's listen in the word silence, I believe it is. And it's so true, like when we can get quiet enough and just listen and allow ourselves 
even open up to the idea of healing our trauma, I think like that's where it starts. I think a lot of people just don't even, you know, thinking back, like what Dana said, we're all, we all have this trauma or going through something. And I think so many people just don't want to talk about it and they cover mm-hmm. it up with other things. And, you know, something he said to me, you know, we talked about my businesses and the things I'm starting and things he's like, he paused and it was quiet and he goes, you've done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you've done a really good validating. job. Yeah. Just validating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, essentially covering it, like covering like, the trauma, covering yeah. the trauma. I've done a really good job masking it with all of these things. He goes, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you yeah. turn extremely, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, still validating. Yeah. No, but my therapist definitely. said that to me and I was like, she's like, you are so smart. You are a master. It's called survival. Yeah. You learn yeah. to survive <laughs> by masking it and going. So, yeah. and really, if you think about it. Isn't that such a beautiful mechanism? Like our, we actually know like innately to keep ourselves safe. Like, okay, let's get busy now. Mm-hmm. Let's have a to-do list. It's like actually kind of cool that like we, we keep ourselves safe in that way. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you can't live in that place if you're going to heal this trauma. Yeah. No. And I definitely, I think it's one of those things like I started to say was, I think people just don't know how to heal it. Like mm-hmm. how exactly do you go back and relive it? And then move forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the process? I think for me, because what he said, you know, he said all these things. He's like, I bet you if I tested your cortisol levels right now, the issue with your weight is not your thyroid. Mm -hmm. It is your cortisol levels. Your parasympathetic is always kicking in. Mm -hmm. Like, when you, because I was explaining to him, like, even I went away and I didn't sleep. And mm-hmm. and I told him, like, I didn't have kids. There was no one in my bed. I should have been able to sleep so good. Mm-hmm. And he was like, to, well, tell me what it's like when you go to bed. And I was like, I'm anxious that I have all these things I didn't get done and I didn't do this. And I need to wake up and make sure this gets done. And I need to, you know, that. And I start, like, getting anxiety. Yeah. And I've never, like... I can honestly truly say this, like prior to losing my mom, that was like the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me. Obviously, like going back, it's so crazy. When I tell people I was in a very abusive relationship with my my daughter's father, that was nothing compared to this. Like mm-hmm. this was like so tra- – like I honestly, I don't even think that I've processed many parts of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I also think, though, I'm not an expert in trauma, but I think that's why it's trauma, right? Like, it it hits you in a moment. Like, you weren't prepared for it. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that you've talked yourself through, like, trying to find the good and the bad in this person and and taking the time to really, you know, swallow the situation. Like, it's like, boom, it happens in an instant. Yeah. And you're thrust into it. You were, like, really? And I think that's what... I think women think too, you know, I've talked to other people that have been through traumatic experiences and many that probably don't even address it, but they're like people who have never been through trauma or the loss of someone or something mm-hmm. will never understand the feeling of it and how it comes in waves. And they're like, well, it happened. I have heard this word. Well, it happened like a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And then you feel like you can't speak about it. Then you feel like it's this thing you have to you have to keep burying and pushing further down. Yeah, well, and, that's because the people that do that are wounded themselves. Yeah, that's actually a good point. And to that point, it's, it's interesting because so May is always a rough month. The, 
I, I had a, a lot of, and especially so my granny, who held a place in my life as my first maternal, mm. like, and I didn't have, like, even though both my grandfathers were alive, they only more recently passed, they weren't a part of my life. And oh. so it was almost like I had four grandparents all in the one grandparent. Yeah. And it's been 14 years. And mm. yet when that date happens, my mind relives all of those moments again. And yeah. I even remember because she, she was in the, in, in the ICU and I remember before my f- phone rang, I already knew that she was gone. Like I, and I knew that with my mom. Yeah. I, as I was driving there, I knew in my mm-hmm. gut. Something happened. I, I knew. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. minute I went to unlock the door and mm-hmm. saw the, like, yeah, I, I'm here. Uh, yeah. And my husband, like, I'm just, like, freaking out. He's like, call me. He, like, because my parents wanted to live in an apartment on the water. Mm-hmm. So my mom had the thing up. And they had to come mm. and saw it. Like, it was just, you guys, like, the most traumatic thing. Like, and just reliving that. And I think that, yeah. that that's so May 17th is my dad's date. Okay. And so mm-hmm. as we, like, near it, I'm just like, all right, what do, okay, what do I got to do? All right, yeah. like, let's get, let's yep. get, like, get busy. busy. See, but- I think that's such a good point though Elizabeth because that's what you do right you do but it's like oh like maybe that maybe that is the point right to step away and say like maybe it's not about doing I know and and Lauren Lauren I want to piggyback off of that so what I know so mine is May 8th okay oh and what I know is on that day I'm going to allow myself to cry I'm going to allow myself to have all of the memories of my granny. I'm going to allow mm-hmm. myself to process and I'm not going to I'm not going to show up for anybody that day. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to allow myself because he, here's the thing, I think there's a certain level of reliving things and mm-hmm. um kind of ha- having it continue to hurt us versus reliving things and processing it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to bring her back. I'm not going to be able to change what happened. But I can say, you know what? It's okay yeah. that I'm still mourning. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have to make excuses for the fact that I'm still emotional every single time this happens. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to run from my emotions anymore. And I'm not going to apologize to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mommy's good. not available today. Good. And mommy's not available. <laughs> right, right. That's Mom- so good. Mommy's not available today because she's mourning. And you yeah. might also experience loss. Mm-hmm. And I want you to yeah. know that it's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm once really we- glad you say that. I don't I don't want to cut you off, Dana. No, you're good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm really glad you say that because here's the thing. Like, you can do all the things to, to move through your grief. Um, you know, for me, what that looked like was yoga, Reiki you know, energy healing, walking out in nature, acupuncture, therapists, mentors, circle groups, crying, holding the hands of women crying in a circle, right? Like there's just so many ways that we can move through it. But I almost feel like the tipping or the turning point, I'm not, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not sure how far after this was after the loss, I'll have to think back. But was when the moment when I just like allowed myself to like just sit with it and just like cry it out. And my daughter's walked in the room and they were like, mommy, why are you crying? And I'm like, I just miss Ben. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want him here. I want to be holding my baby in my arms. And then they started holding me and we were holding each other. and We all just cried together. It was like just that emotional, physical release. Like we hold it in so tightly. And then we wonder why, 
you know, we're triggered by the thoughts of it, right? Like, of course we are, because our brains want to take us back to that moment. I can walk through that entire day step by step with somebody. I can show it to you in my mind. But the problem is, is that when my brain triggers that emotion again, I'm taken back to that place and I'm really rooted in feelings I truly don't want to have around it, right? Like I'm processing and I'm creating new memories and and ways to heal and cry and love on him. Mm -hmm. And it can feel different if we take the time and do the things that feel right to us. There's no right way, right? But like that feel right to us and allow other people to hold us up in those moments as well. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I'll say is I'm not a therapist, but for me, the first step in healing was allowing myself to feel it. I hated Mother's mm-hmm. Day. I hated all of May for a really long time because I don't have a relationship with my mother. I hated, made me think about it. I hate anything to do with mm-hmm. Mother's Day, even after my girls were born. I hated Mother's Day. But through therapy and allowing myself to feel why I, I am triggered by this, yeah. I'm so excited for this Mother's Day. Really? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to make all the waffles or, or do whatever Yay. we're going to do. Yeah. But feeling, allowing myself to feel it was the first step. Yeah, in, surrender. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, you you may want to still cry every single day on, on May 8th, but also that might be the first step into healing that and celebrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to, I, and like Lauren said, I, I think this is why this conversation, I'm, I just felt so called to talk about it is, is women don't talk about it and then they have to apologize. Like, People always yeah. want to put a date on when you should stop grieving, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like especially if you haven't been through it or somebody who grieves really easily or like myself that just buries it and then just moves on from it. Yep. Right. Yep. So as you know, and, and kind of walking you guys through this journey as well, because more stuff will come up. And I think there are so many things as women that we just don't have the conversation about or we're ashamed of. You know, Lauren, it's so interesting. Lauren took me to, for my birthday, to get my cards read, my tarot cards. And one of the big things that was taken away from is, like, listen to my intuition and rest. Mm. Yeah. And so then listening to this doctor yesterday, just kind of talk about it and, and just really sitting with the fact that holistic doctors and medical doctors are so very different in what they do and they're both so needed Mm -hmm. but in this point in my life and I hope other women I see women struggle who have gone to doctors over and over who would sit back and say I'm willing to do whatever it takes to feel better because I would still be turning my wheels doing Mm -hmm. all the stuff if a friend wouldn't have said hey I want to refer you to this doctor and I sat with it like she referred me thank you Brooke again for referring me (laughs) probably like months ago, you guys. And it was just like, finally, I finally made the decision. And when I talked to him, I felt like it was what was like, I should be in this moment, as hard as it was. And, you know, I'm honestly still like, when when I was trying to explain it to my husband, I couldn't remember all the stuff we talked about. And it's coming back like bits and pieces, because it's it's talking about is traumatic. Like, so I've, I've shut off pieces of the conversation. And then just kind of like, when I was driving, when him saying I'm really good at covering, you know, like I've made a really good, I've done a really good job creating all these businesses that make me happy to cover it up, you know. And <laughs> so I was just like, gosh, that's so interesting. But I think what I want people to take away listening is to sit, like even acknowledge your trauma and not let other people or have the conversation. And I just don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't hear it enough. Like even the word trauma, like being able to, sit back and have the conversation and talk about grief. Like Mm -hmm. you've lost a parent, you've lost a child, a friend. 
our, our relationship. Well, yeah. we just don't talk about it. And I think what people – trauma is almost like a dirty word. Like, ooh, she's got trauma. What I really learned is, is I'm – She's damaged. She's, I hate <laughs> yeah. the word damaged. <laughs> First time I sat down with my therapist, I was like, I'm so damaged. She said, you're wounded. Give yeah. yourself some grace. And what I want to say is everybody is wounded. Yeah. You could have had what you thought were the best parents, but your dad always expected you to bring home straight A's. We want our parents' love so bad, so you over – achieved you overperformed yeah. to get dad's love mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be a, a stillbirth child abuse a loss we all have trauma somewhere in our lives that we're holding on to that we got to work out everybody yeah. does everybody it's even like Absolutely. you know this is a whole nother conversation but i i have had the ability to like spend some time quality time with some people i'm like wow these are things i just had no idea about it and and you know what it just made me realize is we are all conditioned mm-hmm. based off of our parents conditioned or the surroundings that we're in and it's just so intra like i am <laughs> just like so intrigued by it which is a whole nother conversation <laughs> but i wanted to wrap this one up and I will report back. I, I go back next week. I'm doing all these like hormonal testing, cortisol testing. And and really what I said to him, I was just so frustrated. I said, why isn't my doctor test for this stuff? And he just said, modern medicine, doctors are not trained. It's sick care. It's not health care. Yeah. And I said to my husband, if if I used, medi- you know, like holistic stuff is to essentially get you out from having to mm-hmm. have medical intervention. Mm-hmm. What would the insurance companies do? Right. What would for the same reason they're not trained in nutrition? Yeah, right. and and when you think about it, holistic, it's to align your body to work and operate the way it's supposed to work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas medicine comes in and it's like, oh, you're broke here, I'll do it for you. Where it's here's like, here's a medicine, here's <laughs> right. an injection, and, and and because it's doing it for you, your body never learns how to do it on its own. Yeah, and at some point, it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not needed, so I'll stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it was even like I was talking about. I see a dermatologist. I just got to my dermatologist, and my face had started breaking out. Um, I'm on my chin. I was like, oh, it's mad. It's right. He's like, no, no, it's not. Mm. He's like, do you want to know what it's from? And then he went through this list, and obviously, I wish I could have recorded. I don't know why I didn't record it. I should have. We but need to bring him in. I know, he's so like, we should. Uh-huh. He was just like, and he's like, my job is the neuro side of it. Mm-hmm. He, my job is to help you, you know, work through all these things. And he said to me, he's like, you know, next week I'm going to bring on a coach that is going to be able to help you through this. You know, all like different aspects of it. He's like, I'm here for this. It's an investment. But I want to feel good and I want to be comfortable and I want to, you know, I like, I always give Lauren a hard time for always being, but I, <laughs> I, 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 was I say, yeah, but yeah, but that's what we this do. Is what's so interesting is like you love to do and I love to be and, and how beautiful is that? Is it that like in this point of your life that we were connected in that way, right? Like, yeah. it's like the, the universe is always giving you sort of the, the opposite of what you are and what you need. Yeah. And I like too. I just wanted to say because we're all talking about like how you, how these signs are coming from your body. Like I truly believe that everything we need to know, like our bodies will tell us, and we're the ones that get so in our heads that we just ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. We push it down. And until you are able to get around people who either speak this type of language <laughs> or you know somehow immerse yourself into some of this this grief sort of healing conversation like you're just like not open to it you just you don't see the signs 
you know, and no, and I mean, honestly, I was just going to say, honestly, if you don't mind me, like just plugging Detroit mom for a second for me as someone who's going through loss, like the infertility and loss support group provided by Detroit mom was everything for me in the beginning, because I couldn't talk about losing, losing a son in the same way I could with this group that I could just like normally and just, just with normal people, (laughs) you know, so it was everything. I, that I, I is such that. a good group. You know, Elizabeth, of course, in Detroit Moms has a huge platform. And I just honestly, this subject is so passionate to me because I'm going through it. Thank you for sharing what you shared today because oh. you don't oh. have to. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. And it's very scary. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is, I think, I huge like for moms. It's so interesting as I go through Detroit Mom, like, I feel like where it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, when it started, yeah, it was like, hey, let's share local stuff. We love local. Then it started to morph into something so different. And now as I'm going through like my own journey and seeing women go through it and the lack of conversation, even I was like, you know, Lauren shared Gabby Bernstein's podcast with me. I was listening to that before I came in too. And she has this Dear Gabby. I was like, what if we have this like Dear Detroit Mama? We bring women on to be able to hold space for them to share yeah. their their pains, their mm-hmm. their things like that, and just kind of walk through it with them. But I think the biggest thing is holding space and how can I do that at Detroit Mom? Mm-hmm. And and it's so interesting. I I talk to other people are like, how did you decide? You know, the direction of your site, and it's like kind of something that I didn't see in the beginning that took time yeah. to kind of get there. Where it's like, I want to share things that are important. I want to do things that are that matter that that help women in their journey to look back and say, I'm glad that I that was brought to my attention or, you know, I worked through this, you know, because mm-hmm. it, oh my, I see it yeah. all day, every day on mm-hmm. social, on people's social, in my DMs, um, talking to girlfriends, things like that. And I was like, how can we just do a better job of being more authentic mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense of holding true space mm-hmm. for all of us? What, yeah, like... I don't know. All that of it, us, even in even in our own businesses, you know, I, I thought about that too. Like, my my website, my personal website, is a, is a resource for business, sure. But like, someone needs the experience that you have. So I'm actually adding a tab to it right now for like Warrior Mama resources, right? Because like, we all have our own individual experience, and then that's what makes us all feel less alone. Like, can we not have some of more of that vulnerability just in any of the ways that we share? Yeah. No, and it's. You know, the one of the next topics that we have coming up is leaning out and in mm-hmm. this this idea that women have to do more mm. that we that you know, and it's so so I won't get into this. this is we'll <laughs> we'll we'll end this one because I know there's another part to this. you know, I go back next week, so we will I'm sure we'll have more. you know, it's so interesting as I'm driving here, I was like, I just felt so like I said, so compelled to talk about it because. We are the unfiltered mom. Mm-hmm. And if we cannot candidly have these conversations and and talk about the hard stuff, you know, and, and not feel ashamed because it's like little things like I don't want to have a conversation and worry about someone judging me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, where did we ever get that through the course of our lives to mm-hmm. feel that it's acceptable to <laughs> judge? didn't you know? we? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just so crazy. But that's insecurity. Anyone yeah, that's judging you or yeah. can't connect and be authentic or be vulnerable it's their own insecurity this was gabby bernstein said in her thing this morning in her intro she was just saying like you know she gets she sees all the hate in the comments and all the stuff and she goes that's not about me 
That is 100%. a deep rooted, mm-hmm. deep rooted yeah. pain trauma within them mm-hmm. that they're projecting. And I was just like, that's so interesting. At what point do we call people out on that and just say, you know, like, because I hate it too. The internet has given such a platform to trolls yeah. and people who want to just kill your joy. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's obviously, that's another great topic, <laughs> Kristen, if you want to take note on that. But okay, thank you guys for listening. Please rate, review, and do not forget to subscribe so you can so you don't ever miss an episode and more moms can listen. Have a great day, guys.